That's right, kids. It's once again time for Comics in Christ. And today's episode, it's a zombie of an issue. I wanted to spend some time talking to you about what it means to to take a deep-rooted uh, faith into a very real and scary world. I want to take a conversation with you through what it means to have the faith of a mustard seed when that we're trying to climb a mountain as big Mount Everest. I want to look at those things, pray through those things, and through the the narrative of this, I want to use a comic book who was that was written by Neil Adams, uh, Neil Adams, uh, comic book writer, storyteller. Uh, there was a collection of comic books that came out, and it was short story comics that focused around the characters of the Batman universe. And within these short comics, there was four or five uh, short stories per per book. And the first episode of uh, issue of Batman Black and White, that was the title of this storyline, these comic books, uh, in the first chap uh, book of those is a story written by Neil Adams called Batman Zombie. So let me explain to you the ideas around that, and I'm going to break this conversation into three sections. I'm going to break our conversation into when the world seems too real to have the faith of a mustard seed. I want to talk about when that the faith of the mustard seed makes us feel like heroes in places it doesn't really matter. And I want to talk about what it means to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. So let, we'll, we'll talk through that for a few moments as, as we go through uh, this Neil Adams comic and talk about what it means to have the faith of a mustard seed when we're trying to move Mount Everest. This comic, I, I've been deeply affected by the idea that Neil Adams puts in this comic. It, it is an idea in which Batman exists both within the fictitious world of Gotham City and the real world of the everyday. But he exists very differently in both places. Batman, within the world of Gotham, uh, fighting the rogues gallery, is a bright, vibrant person. He's a person that can conquer all the villains and puts all the villains in Arkham Prison and, and locks them away. He's vibrant and, and everything. Uh, the, the fictitious world that exists to produce hope in very specific ways. The places that it's easy to believe that a hero can do anything. Then, also in this comic, Batman has to deal with real-world issues. There's images of a lady uh, being evicted from her home uh, because that she missed one rent payment. There's image of a person who's on death row who's still waiting for that last-minute call from the governor that they found out that this person really didn't do what he was on death row for. There's images of a homeless family uh, trying to find shelter. And every time that Batman interacts with those situations in this story, Batman becomes zombified and, and worthless. Batman becomes an image of something that can't do anything. 
let me let me split up those two images real quick. When when the world is is bright and easy, it's easy to hear a statement like, "It only takes the faith of a mustard seed, and you can move a mountain." When the world is bright and easy and idealistic, it's really easy to believe that that mustard seed can do anything. When when we're have full stomachs, when we have shelter, when we're not worried about going outside because of a pandemic, and all those places where life is moving smooth and easily, it's easy to believe that just the faith of a mustard seed can make anything happen. It's easy to invest in that. Unfortunately, we don't live in that idealistic world. And I'll share with you, there have been many times in my life that I've had conversations with individuals who are turned off by <clears throat> the idealistic uh, phrasing that I preach about qu quite frequently, that just having the faith of a mustard seed can move a mountain. All things are possible through Christ who gives me strength. Especially when we live in a real world that's full of mountains that we can't climb and they weaken us. You know, there's a lot of times that when I grew up, when I was going on soul-winning visitation every Tuesday night to invite new people to, to church, uh, many friends who I had really deep, real conversations with through college, uh, pushing me to, to think through everything and to realize that it's one thing to have a belief but it's another thing to truly invest in that belief work on that belief and see how it becomes truly equitable in the real world sometimes idealism is seen instead of the benefits of faith and sometimes idealism gets us in some very bad spots and some very bad situations because we're not really doing the work that's necessary. We're trying to fight the idealistic rogues gallery instead of taking faith to the real world and pushing it and, and fighting with it and being transformed. I, I, I want you to think about that because there's been so many times that I've seen conversations take place and individuals, there's been so many times I've seen conversations take place and I've heard individuals say to other people, you know, if you just believed more, it would be okay. If you just had more faith, everything would be resolved. And I'm, I'm going to share with you, this is a reality. I've heard those phrases said to people with life-ending diseases and life-altering addictions and it becomes a little bit more than the faith of a mustard seed. It becomes a place that we are zombified and held in a place and we don't know what to do next. And we don't have the faith of a mustard seed. We have a Mount Everest in front of us that we don't know how we're going to climb and we don't know how that we're going to conquer it. That's what I really like about this Neil Adams story. It pulls Batman out of the realm of idealism, the idealism of Gotham having a soul protector who can beat the rogues gallery every week and really begin to overlay 
the vulnerability that exists in that character. Every time that the idealistic Batman approaches a real-world issue, it's hard. And he fails. He has to admit that he cannot do anything within the situation. It becomes a challenge of stepping out of the idealistic viewpoint to really look at what's before him in the real world. That's what I really love about Batman Zombie and Batman Black and White issue number one written by Neil Adams is when we begin to see the vulnerability of Batman, we can begin to talk about what does it mean when we try to thrive and exist within our vulnerabilities and move forward in such a way that we become beacons of hope and begin to open doors that idealism can't open on their own. It's one thing to say that all things are possible through Christ who provides strength. It's one thing to say if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. But then you walk out and you can't fund an answer to a financial issue. Then you walk out and you don't have the scientific knowledge to conquer a pandemic. And it becomes this place that we have to step outside of the idealism and say, I'm vulnerable and I need help. That's what I like the most about this. And I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll, I'll add in the third section that I didn't talk about earlier. There is a third section to this reality, which is, this is all a nightmare that Bruce Wayne's having in this story. The story concludes with Bruce Wayne waking up in fear of all these things that Batman was not able to take care of. Then it becomes the image of Bruce Wayne realizing that Bruce Wayne has to step out. Bruce Wayne has to do the things to be the hands and feet of an image greater than him to resolve issues that that image can't care for on their own. See, that's the beauty of our responsibility as being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in the real world. Because unfortunately, unfortunately, there's a reality that many of us exist in that we live within an idealistic faith and we think that we can just beat the rogues gallery every day. And unfortunately, that's not true. We live in a real world that even being images of something greater than us, we are still weakened and struggling. We feel like the, the tie-over piece in the old Batman 66 TV show when the villain has control of everything and we hear the, the television announcers say, is this the end of Batman? Find out tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. We get in those moments that we feel like we're hanging over the, the pit of acid that the Joker's laid out. And when we have that steaming down our throats, we are vulnerable. 
And we have to figure out a way to bring faith into our vulnerability, how to bring the greater image into our vulnerability so that we can take care of the greater need. That's why the third part of this story is so important. When Batman puts his cowl away and Bruce Wayne goes out to be the hands and feet of care, the image of Batman is allowed to still be that beacon of faith that everyone turns to as an image of hope and the regular person, the regular everyday Joe, or a regular billionaire Joe, gets to go out and to be the hands and feet of something greater, gets to go out to be the hands and feet of something greater than him and become the true caregiver. Uh, when we get to this end section where it's Bruce Wayne saying, I won't need the cape today, and it's Bruce and it's Bruce Wayne going out to take care of a greater need through a way that only Bruce Wayne can. It becomes the image of the hands and feet being the helpers, the workers to solve the problems that are the Mount Everests of our lives. See, here's the deal. And this is something that is forgotten about Batman very, very frequently. I I get the comments quite frequently that I'm trying to be the Batman and to go out and to do things on my own. That's an image of, of the Batman, the one who goes out and fights the fires and the flames. If you watch the Batman Lego movie, it's actually a, a very centralized part of the uh, story of Batman Lego. It's Batman trying to take care of everything on his own because within his vulnerability, he's worried about losing someone. Within his vulnerability, he's worried about, <laughs> excuse me, he's worried about letting someone down. Within his vulnerability, he's worried that if he makes a mistake, someone else will have to pay for it. So Batman goes out on his own. But if you look at the history of Batman, Batman never worked, has never worked alone. Batman's always had Alfred Pennyworth by his side of being the caregiver and the teacher and the protector for the image of Batman and the person of Bruce Wayne. There's always been a faithful ward standing side by side with Batman, either Dick Grayson or Jason Todd or just someone uh, to go out to fight the battles with Batman. If you look at the greater image of Batman, there's there's Nightwing, there's Batgirl, there's Batwoman, there's all of these individuals who exist within the uh, battlefield of Gotham who are helping Batman. Even in Batman 66 TV show, there's Commissioner Gordon and Ch Chief O'Hara who are there as the helpers within this. See, in the moments... When we're stuck in our idealism and we feel like we're the protectors of Bat Gotham, we forget that we need help. It's in the moments of our it's in the moments of our vulnerability that we realize that we need to reach out, that we need to get help, that we need to have even the Justice League, the super friends around us to to help us begin to solve issues and to solve these problems. That's a very beautiful image that Matt Rowley has pulled all the way through this book. It's, it's, it's the idea that we have an idealistic idea, 
we have a vulnerable idea, and then we have a place where community exists. That's been pulled all the way through this, this narrative of Matt Rowley's book, is how do we celebrate the idealistic way we want to see the world? How do we acknowledge our vulnerability in the idealistic world? And how do we find the communities of support that pull us through? When Bruce Wayne wakes up from his nightmare, Bruce Wayne is ready to go out and to be the hands and feet of the greater image and not try to become the greater image. And when he becomes the hands and feet and inspires others to go along with him on the journey. I, I'll add some pictures and stuff to this and uh, I just, just realize, yes, there's a real world of real problems and sometimes they become so encumbering that we don't believe that faith can pull us through. But faith can pull us through. If we're willing to acknowledge our vulnerable places in those times and look for the uh, Justice League, the collection of friends who are always around us to be the hands and feet with us to work through the problems and the issues. This has been a presentation of DWO Podcasting.